we got any viewers? Five. Yeah, we'll be kicking off in a couple of minutes. Just give me one sec. I just want to get this up. Um, why don't you go through your best bets and the new format and uh, what the boys are tipping and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah well, that's it, mate. Gold Coast today for, uh, well, I suppose, day one of Magic Millions, isn't it? Uh, the Wave. And, and we've got the Punters Club. We've got the Punters Club, so all the bets are on. We're just waiting on the quaddy, so that's all right. That doesn't kick off until race six. And it's going to be a cracking day, I reckon. It is, yep. Kicks things off with a $20 shot in the first. Uh, big Raymond, he's nuts on the line. I've promised him a gold crown if it can win it at $20. So, um, you might have to dip into the $15,000 collect if it can get up to pay for the gold crown. But it would be yeah, nice, wouldn't it? It would be nice. Uh, mate, I'm short but sweet for... The, I think Alentia goes around in race six, the rising stars. She looks a... She does look a rising star, two from two, albeit at the midweeks at Brisbane, but she's been dominant, run time. Um, and another horse that I'm really keen on today, race eight in the feature, the wave, Tyressa, the three-year-old filly. Uh, she gets in with 51 kilos on her back, barrier one, she can hold a spot, blinkers on, barrier blanket. I think this is a setup job. Yeah, I thought it me uh, your best bet in the uh, three-year-old guineas next week yesterday, didn't you? Well, that's right. Alentia, she'll win this and she'll win the guineas. I think that was the words, wasn't it? It was. We'll, we'll see about that. What price is she in the guineas, do you know? I took 15. I think she's nines. Okay. Yep. Well, that's alright. Well, that's alright. $7 now. Wow. i got little tickets on Hell I Am and a little ticket on Gaza Blanca. Mm. I think the blinkers will go on Gaza Blanca. So, yeah, I, I reckon he's, he's the top seed for me at the moment. But we'll see I what put, I went Gaza Blanca last weekend all up Gaza Blanca into the guineas. And so that, well, that went up in smoke pretty quick. Yeah. I'm not sure how he got beat. Yeah, well, he just, he just, uh, he was just a bit dour. He just didn't really unleash like he did previously. But he had every chance. I do reckon he needs to win this one, but we'll see how that plays out. Yeah. Um, let's get stuck into this. This is going to go up uh, as a preview. Oh, you can tell them all about that. Yeah, it'll go up as a podcast. Probably, I'd say Sunday or Monday. One of the two. Sounds good. Yep. Um, but yeah, Hummus, this is obviously, goes out to you guys, members... Saturday morning, we're 10.30 or 11.30 for you blokes down south. Um, but yeah, it goes over the best bets and hopefully we can play this back on Sunday and we've got six or seven winners in there, mate. So, That'd be lovely. Yeah, but Rosiel, I think a comment from you earlier was you'd rather be at Orange on a Friday than the way that Rosiel's played, well, could play today on the heavy truck. It's, it's bottomless, isn't it? It's not really about how it's going to play. It's just that you've got more... You've got more smart minds playing into a, mm. a metropolitan meeting on a Saturday. So yep. um, most horses are more well found. The bookies are more across the form. Uh, on a Friday at Orange or uh, a country track, they they miss them, yep. um, and it's easier to find a good thing. Um, like they, they might put up two to one about a, an odds on pop. So yep. uh, yeah, that's that's I, I find the the country meetings are a little bit easier than the metro meetings, but uh, there's, there's plenty of value. I still think outside the top of the market, there's more value, there's equal to um, as much value in a, a Saturday meeting as uh, as you'd find at a country track. Mm. Well, let's get started, eh? Let's do it. Best bet comes up early in the day. Race one, horse four, proverbial. We've had six units at $4.45 in the highway. Now, speaking of country horses, there you go. Yeah, highways are, are usually are tough and usually don't make my best bet of the day in a highway, but on a day that it is... Uh, not a day that you'd sort of identify anything at Rose Hill as a real good thing. I didn't want to jump into um, Green Shadows. Like, I have him on top, but uh, Frumos, I don't want to jump into her. 
um, the Philly of Bjorns, uh, they're all going to be hard to beat, but I couldn't get them as, as uh, tight in the market as they currently are. But I think this mare, she's going as well as ever. She wasn't suited too back when she dropped back to 1,000 metres. She had the uh, third best last 200 in the race. She really warmed up nicely there. And then last start, I like the way she chased home Justin Reach, who I think is a smart yeah. country galloper. Um, 50 metres past the post, she was in front of him. That was 1,100 metres. She doesn't have much exposure at 1,200 metres, but going off her recent run, she's looking for the trip. Uh, 1,200 metres last time in highway grade. She actually led, and I don't yeah. think she was suited, but she wasn't beaten far. She went yeah. fourth. Um, so, yep, no problems with 1,200 metres. No problems on rain-affected ground. Gets the claim now for Gibbons, and I reckon she'll be running on. Beautiful, mate. That's race one. Uh, we'll go to race three for the next one. We're taking on a short price favourite in Passagiata, who was an impressive debut winner. A little bit of value here. Aspen Chase from the Paul Perry stable. Alan Hennessy goes on with the three kilo claim. We had two units at $17 for the early shoppers. We've topped up another unit at the current quote of around that $11. So... Mate, Aspen chasing race three. Uh, Blinkers go on. Yeah, I think he'll start a little bit shorter. Um, he's going well enough without winning. I think that form around fielding is pretty good. Obviously, the favourite is hard to beat, but I just can't get her um, to where she currently is in the market. Uh, she was really good there on debut. She's had no exposure on a heavy track. So this horse... He'll go quickly. He's got no weight on his back for Ellen. Um, he's going well enough. He's, he's led in quick time in his last two, and he's stuck on well. Stable put the blinkers on now. He's got no problems on heavy tracks, and I just think um, at the relative weight, he's going to be hard to beat. Beautiful, mate. Next race, race four, the midway, benchmark 72. We were signing with horse seven, Love the Invasion. Uh, four units at $7.50. We had three at $9.50 earlier in the week. Uh, mate, Taking on a horse called Exalitus, who's a little bit of a non-winner. Uh, Bluff and Bluster, who you black booked and, and backed a couple of starts ago at a big price, and it's knocking on the door. Byron, who those of you who've been around for a while, Byron, that's one of your fan favourites, but yeah, well, mate, forget yeah. those three. Love the invasion. Um, yeah, so Bluff and Bluster, he's going really well. Um, I actually have a small ticket on him, just in case he wins. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I think Lovely Invasion, uh, she sets up really well here. She's a lightly raced mare. She's won four from 16. First up, last preparation, she was really good. Uh, winning at Musselbrook, that was 1,400 metres on a soft seven surface. The third horse there was Audette. Um, so the format of that race has been really strong. She's won a couple in town now. Um, this horse will go forward. Uh, Jason Deemer usually has his horses ready to fire fresh. Uh, so I think Tommy Berry in the saddle should take up the running and she'll give him plenty to catch. Beautiful. Good shout. Race 6, the next race, mate. Horse 13, Silent Agenda. Uh, another one that we locked in a little bit of a better price for a couple of days ago. $9.50 about it. Uh, we've had four units at $8 at the current quote. Uh, this guy, you're pretty keen on this horse by the sounds. Yeah, I am really keen on this horse. I think he's uh, the best value bet of the day. Um, he was... Average first up when the market liked him, and then second up he was back in trip, and he had the second best last 200 metres of the meeting. He gets to 1,400 metres now on the quick backup. Uh, Tyler Schiller in the saddle. Uh, the stable have put out a change of tactics, so he's going to go forward with cover from the low draw. So he settled much closer to the speed. Last preparation, he was really good. Third up, that was on the seven-day backup over 1,400 metres on a heavy track. Um, so he gets a very similar setup here. We know Joe Pride's a pattern trainer, and I reckon he's going to be ready to fire third up. 
Beautiful. Uh, another one that we've been on a couple of starts in a row. Right, with, speaking of race seven, it is the feature, the January Cup. Uh, mate, military mission for the Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bod stable. We know that they're just superior trainers, full stop, but when it comes to staying horses, um, they find another gear sometimes. This horse, no luck last start. He copped a big check in the, uh, I think that was the Summer Cup, no, I guess the January Cup, big check. Uh, can you get the job done today? Yeah, he's absolutely flying this horse. Um, really good win, three back, I think, at Taree. Um, he sat on the speed that day and he proved too good in the run home. And uh, Then he was slow to begin behind Global Ozbred. Um, he found the line okay. Last start, I liked him behind Diamil. Uh, he looked like he was going to run into the race. He, he got... He, he never got a run, but um, when Birdebeck wanted to lay in, he, he really copped a bad check, so that was a complete excuse. Uh, 12 days since that, from Barrier 7, Rachel's in the saddle, he's got no weight on his back, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, we have a change of tactics and they end up going forward on him, he either sits outside the leader or he'll lob in behind military mission and he's a big improver for mine. Beautiful, mates. Uh, the next one, another one, a bit of, I think you made it your best roughly, I was just trying to find that, but race 8. Uh, Chateau Park, absolute mudlark, uh, trying to take over Jungle Ledger's title really, isn't he? He just loves to wet this guy. Yeah, he's a good horse um, on rain affected ground. I thought his run first up was outstanding. He produced the second best last 200 metres in the race. That was behind Kenazawa. It was the 12th best last 200 metres of the day. He was in limited room there late, so he was really warming up. He gets to uh, 1,500 metres now. He gets to a rain-affected surface. Lack of speed in the race is a slight issue, but yeah, he's flying, mate, so um, I think he's back in good order, gets track conditions to suit, and the market has absolutely loved him on occasions on wet surfaces. 100%. I remember, I think he knocked me off on a, on a Wednesday a little while back. He, he was well-backed and beat a horse I was on, so hopefully he can get the job done today and repay us. Uh, the last race of the day, mate, comes up. Race 10, horse 12, Van Gears, Amerian Foal. Uh, they go all right sometimes, don't they? Yeah, this could be uh, her last start. I'm not exactly sure. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, she's absolutely... Flying, uh, we backed her at big odds first up. I think sixty to one behind our Bellagio Miss, and she just got back too far, but she hit the line really nicely. Last start, she had no luck. I thought she was a good thing at Randwick. I think that was on Boxing Day. Uh, she just needed room sooner. One went past her. She fought on hard to the line. Uh, she gets to twelve hundred meters here. Gets a rain affected surface. Uh, she's going to get back. Uh, and she's going to be behind the favourite Pizarro, but he's fresh on a heavy surface, so that needs to be some sort of knock, and she's rock hard fit, having her last career start probably, well, getting very close to her last career start anyway, and she's going to be ready to fire. I agree. She was a bit, uh, a little bit stiff, I guess. Yeah, like... I thought she was unlucky. She yeah. should have won last time. She yeah. should have. Yep. Uh, we're having one unit then on the best multi, which is proverbial race one, horse four, in the military mission race seven, horse ten. Uh, you've got your quaddy there. Punters, you would have seen in the in the members only now, we've got the new cheat sheets, which everyone just loves. Um, so that's got the five tracks for the first time. That's pretty exciting. Um, but keep in mind too, guys, that that's not necessarily part of the strategy. Not It's just a little added incentive that we've got there for you. So um, Yeah, so that's strategy, if, you're, yeah. if you're at the pump... Um, and you, you want to have a play. We don't recommend having an event never race, but no. if you want to... If you oh, I mean, I'll tip the card at the Gold Coast today, but... Yeah, so I'll tip the card at Rose Hill. Um, but, uh, like, yeah, if, you, if, you, if you've done your, your own stuff, you're looking at the form guide and you, and you want to um, clarify your selections and, and just double-check with what 
our guys are tipping. Um, yep. We've posted what the form experts are. We've got DJC tipping Ascot now in, in members only, so yep. that's exciting stuff. He's been doing some good stuff in tips and slips. Yep. Uh, Flyers in Perth too. Yeah, he does, he does. Mm. He's, uh, he's like Pikey. He's like Pikey of Perth. Maybe he's taken over Pikey because Pikey's been a little bit flat over Yeah, the lately. vortex, the vortex. Yep. Um, but yeah, so uh, hopefully we can find some winners for you today. And uh, thanks for all your support, and we've got big things happening in uh, 2023. Yep. Bring it on. Thanks, mate. Thanks. Cheers, partners. Yeah, good job. Well done. Yeah. Beautiful. Let's go. Let's go.